You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Dr. Schreiber, thank you very much for your time. I don't know if you were listening to that package you played just a moment ago about the ANC's manifesto launch yesterday and that particular clip where the president says they'll continue with, with, with how they think about an approach catered deployment because they believe the people that they appoint are aligned to, to the vision that they want to carry out. Do you want to quickly share your thoughts with us on that? And are you at all surprised? Good morning, Sebenzile. Yes, I, I am surprised because I cannot remember another time in history when an ANC president actually was forced to use the platform of the manifesto launch to defend himself against the DA. I thought it was quite an extraordinary concession <laughs> on his part about the pressure that the ANC is under regarding this issue. And of course, uh, when, the, when, when the president says that they will continue to appoint people aligned to the ANC, then he demonstrates exactly the DA's case around this matter, that we don't need people who are there to serve political parties, whether it is the ANC, the DA, or any other party. What we need is skilled people who are appointed based on a merit-based and a transparent process, because that's the only way we will uncapture the state and, and start to improve service delivery. The ANC also hit back prior to, to the launch yesterday as well, saying, well, well, show us your records as well. You've also had former DA members in one Bongani Baloi, who now leads his own formation, Musi Maimani, who also leads his own formation, where, where there have been conversations saying, but hang on a second, the DA does the same thing. Well, I also saw an article in the Sunday Times this morning, and we've already written to them to correct some of the misinformation there. So I can say to you that that is categorically false. The ANC has been using uh, an old letter dating from 2018, where they've maliciously mistranslated this letter from Afrikaans into English, and they've used the word cadre deployment committee at a particular spot in this letter, where the original Afrikaans word actually refers to a selection panel process that must be upheld. I also believe that um, the response from Mr. Maimane was to refute some of the claims made by, yes. by some of these other individuals. So the bottom line just is very simple. The DA does not have a cadre deployment committee. It has no records of names that are put forward and said that you must appoint these people. Uh, and it really does show in, the, in, in governance. If you just follow the legal appointment process, if you don't interfere, you allow selection panels to find the best people, then you're going to improve service delivery as we have done in places like the Western Cape, but also in Midval, Umgeni and elsewhere. So the record there speaks for itself. But but, but these are, are the best people, right, so-called best people who are going to execute the vision that the DA has and, and be aligned with what the DA believes is, is good governance or, or how you're looking to, to meet your ends. How is that different from what the ANC does? Well, as I say, it's really about the process because yeah. um, you, it's not only the individuals. It is really about whether you are allowing people to apply and compete fairly. And remember, the, the Constitution tells us very clearly in Section 1973 that no one may be discriminated against based on whether they support a particular political party or cause. And that's a very important problem with cadre deployment is that it, it does that. So the question is about the process. 
if you have a fair and transparent application process and at the end of the day you then appoint someone on the basis of that process, then that is what the law demands. But if you have a secretive parallel process, as we've now managed to expose with these cadre deployment records, then what you are doing is undermining the fairness of the process, firstly, but you're also then subverting that particular process to the political interests or even the factional interests of a particular party. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, not, it's not for a party to determine uh, the idea of, of, of public servants who, who, who serve the government, because also the Constitution tells us that when you appoint someone into the public administration, they must loyally execute the lawful policies of the government of the day. So you can take action against people who are undermining a particular uh, government vision. You don't need cadre deployment to ensure that. And what cadre deployment does is it completely poisons that entire selection process. And that's what yeah. we need to move away from. You believe that you do not currently have all of the records. Why, why do you contend that there are records missing? Yes, well, we've done an analysis of what is over 1,300 pages of, of the records that we do have. Um, some things are quite easy to point out. We, there are extensive redactions where things have just been blacked out and the court order uh, did not allow for any such things. So we believe that that is in contempt of the court order. But we also can see, if you look at the minutes that we have, none of them go back earlier than 2018, despite the fact that we asked for minutes from before, uh, from 2013, when President Ramaphosa became the chairman of the deployment committee. We also don't have any of the emails and WhatsApps from that period. We don't have the president's emails and WhatsApps as the former chairman of the deployment committee. And of course, there are also gaps in the minutes that we do have dating from 2018 until 2021. So there mm -hmm. are very obvious and, and extensive uh, gaps in the information and the ANC has not complied with the court order. The president at the Zondo Commission had said that uh, there were no minutes kept, um, and uh, you know, you know, during during the meetings where he chaired, um, that particularly focused on CADA deployment as well. So, perhaps some of the redacted information or, or missing minutes also shouldn't have come as a surprise. That yes, but I mean, uh, that's that's why it's important to keep in mind that we asked for much more than just minutes, uh, and the court ordered more than just minutes. It ordered WhatsApps and emails and and CVs that were considered and other relevant documentation. So unless <laughs> unless the ANC is going to suggest to us that the president didn't have an email account or a WhatsApp on his phone mm. prior to 2018, I think that that argument simply does not work. And another problem that the ANC has is. The very first batch of minutes that we have, the first item is the adoption of the previous meeting's minutes. So we know there are far more records than what the ANC has given us, and we will go back to court, and the court will examine this evidence and make a finding as to whether Mr. Mbalula is in contempt of court, and then he could face the same sanction that resulted in President Zuma actually being mm. imprisoned, mm. Uh, because we must remember this is a constitutional court order. You gave them a deadline for yesterday. Did you hear back from them to say whether or one that they have in fact received um, this ultimatum you've given them, and uh, were they were they able to to submit or give you anything else yesterday? No, I have not been informed of anything. I will obviously continue to follow up with our lawyers on Monday morning. But uh, as I say, if they have not complied then they will be undermining directly an order of the constitutional court. And that would be a very serious situation to have a governing party 
that is in violation of a constitutional court order. And that's why we will continue to pursue this matter with a contempt of court charge. And for those that have uh, challenged the DA to make uh, public your own records, your own documents, as you as you discuss appointments and so on, will you be doing that? That simply doesn't exist because, they, as I said earlier, there is no such thing as uh, a database of DA cadres or names that are being forwarded to full particular appointments. So those things don't exist. And that's really the big difference between the DA and the ANC. The one party respects the process and ensures, in fact, that there is compliance with appointment procedures in terms of the law, while the other party completely subverts those and interferes with it. And that's why they are in possession of these extensive minutes uh, for something that should never have happened. Dr. Shabba, you, you're asking the public to, to believe you as a DA when you say we don't have records, but when the ANC says, well, we don't have all of the records or, or, or under Ramaphosa's uh, tenure as chairing that committee, there were no minutes taken, but we, we can't accept that. Uh, of course you can. Uh, what The DA has records of its, of its own internal operations, but what it does not have is cater deployment. And the difference is that if you go to the ANC's constitution and its uh, policy documents, you will see a cater deployment system, a very extensive system that was developed as far back as 1997. If you go to the DA's constitution and to our policies, you will see no such thing because we, we are in government. We must uphold and respect the autonomy of appointment processes, and we do not forward names uh, and databases, and we don't have WhatsApp groups for deployment. We don't have uh, deployment committee meetings to discuss appointments uh, and, and, to, and to say to governments that this particular person is a loyal cater of the DA. It doesn't exist, uh, and it's really that simple. Thank you very much for your time, Dr. Leon Schreiber. We'll be watching closely what uh, the next steps are. Opposition DAMP and Shadow Minister for Public Service and Administration. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.